are now listening to Cult Cinema Catacombs. These films exist. Um, so what I want to know, so you were so, dyeing your clothes black. So I, I pushed the show by an hour tonight mm-hmm. So because I underestimated the time it was going to take because I was dyeing some clothes black and listening to Our Lady Peace like it was, two, like it was 2002 up in this house. So why were you dyeing some clothes black? Um, because I want some more black clothes (laughs) okay that makes sense because i'm a a little a little emo goth boy that's 46 (laughs) years old but will forever be 27 years old listening to our lady peace i thought at first you were going to say that you delayed the show because you're playing with your um elvira body knocker no i i saved i saved the the elvira body knocker to open on the sh- like, I was opening it while I sat down to get my to get myself in the mood for the show. So you needed to fiddle with Elvira in order to get in the mood for Dick Shark. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that makes I mean, sense. I don't know. Here's the fuck, fuck, man. I don't know what I need to do to get ready for this movie. I'm still so concerned about what's about to go down I, I for don't us. Think, I don't think there's any prep at all we could do for Dick Shark. No, I really don't. So explain for those uh, who are new joining the show. Whew. Yeah. The story behind well, us let deciding. Get, let me get our, our source material. Here we go. Okay. I've got our source material right now, Roy, in my grubby little paws. So I don't know what we did. I, don't, I still I don't know if it's a prank. Feels like something Jason the X would do to us. I don't know. Um. But Roy and I, within a day of each other, received a catalog from oldies.com, your your source for rare, hard-to-find CDs, DVDs, and more. It is mm-hmm. a paper catalog. It is. I didn't think they still made that stuff like that. No, I, I don't know. I was thinking about this catalog yesterday and wondering how and why. Like, who is it for? Like, obviously, it worked, though. Because as you're and they have if you listen to this show, you'll you have heard our kind of boutique physical media that places that we buy stuff. from. Mm-hmm. We buy stuff from Vinegar Syndrome. We buy stuff from Arrow. We buy stuff from where else? Um, and, S- you know, Severin. Se- thank you. Severin. Um, I buy Synapse. Stuff from Ronin. Some sometimes Synapse. Um, Troma, of course. Uh, full moon, of course, direct. So mm-hmm. all of these things are listed in this in this magazine, this catalog. And as you're flipping through, they have pull out advertisements for certain titles. Like on this one, it's the complete Toxic Avenger seven DVD set, which you can get for sixty eight bucks. It's not a bad deal if you want to buy DVDs. Um, but one of them caught our eye as we were flipping through it. Um, and that is for a movie called Dick Shark. The cover of Dick Shark is a young lady, open mouth, just kind of her profile, and then a dildo shark coming right at her. Mm-hmm. So based on... Which is the, obviously a foam mold. Yes. Sure, sure. <laughs> nobody, nobody carved this. This wasn't 3D printed. This somebody yeah. had this thing. They had them made for it. So, on on that, uh, the recommendation of that picture alone, Roy and I both bought a copy of Dick Shark. The la- I think it's the last two copies of Dick Shark on Amazon. <laughs> and the, when I know when Amazon I bought probably it, said thank you. Yeah, I'm sure. When I bought it, they blurred the image on my app. 
That's that's I've never in my life bought it. Even the weirdest shit I've bought from Amazon, they've never blurred it. They're just here's your shit you're buying, you weird fuck. But this one they blurred. So <laughs> I am highly concerned about what we're walking into here, Roy. Yeah. You've done a little more research on it than I have, haven't you? A little bit. I mean, there's really not too much out there. I mean, all we know is that the movie was made in 2016. It's unrated. I hope this is not true, because according to Internet Movie Database, it says it's three hours and 20 minutes long. <laughs> God, I hope it is. God, um, I hope it is. I, I saw that, and I was like, what? Uh, so <laughs> Please be the Snyder cut of Dick Shark <laughs> movies. So uh, the plot is a romantic couple get more what they expected after a husband's experiment with penis enlargement cream goes awry. That's all we get. Uh, the guy okay. who wrote the guy who wrote and directed this, his name is Bill Zabub. That I'm done. From from what I understand, at the last Texas Frightmare weekend, he was there and had a table set up with his stuff. And the overall vibe that everybody was getting was skeezy. Sure. I mean, he made a movie called upon looking, Yeah. And upon looking at some of the other titles that he's made, I can understand because we've got movies like Dumb and Dahmer, uh, Boogers of the the Antichrist. Boogers of the Antichrist. Santa Claus Serial Rapist. Wow. Fifty Shades of Scarlet. Nightmare on Elmo's Street. Elmo like Elmo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Holocaust cannibal. As opposed to Han- cannibal Holocaust. Mm-hmm. All right. Jesus, the daughter of God. Jesus, the total douchebag. <laughs> um, I know. I know. We have watched the trailer for this, right? Yeah, and the trailer was just nothing but like something that made Tommy Wiseau's The Room look like Ben Hur. Sure. Yeah, it is referred to in the write-up, by the way. Um, I'm looking at the the pullout for Bill Zubub's productions. Because he has a bunch of them on here, by the way. By so the way, my, fav- my, favorite, my favorite title that he has listed here that makes me go, oh my god, is Forgive Me for Raping You. Okay, that's, that's not great. But um, he does have uh, Texas Chainsaw Mascara is a movie he made. Yeah, um, I, I, he, so basically he took a joke from Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and yeah. turned it into a movie. Yeah, but it does say it is um, his penultimate work of absurdism, a category which in which he has become king. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that, but, um, <laughs> but we're yeah. going to find out. Yeah, I, I will admit it's been a long time since I have been genuinely scared to watch a movie <laughs> and um dick shark is yeah. definitely a movie i'm scared to watch yeah i'm a little worried about what we're getting into just to be honest i'm a little on the fence uh i will also let you know that according to uh wikipedia bills oh, above has a weekly radio show on 91.1 FM WFMU on Monday nights at midnight until 3 a.m. Tuesday um, called um, Professor Dum Dum, Scientist of Music and Human Behavior, who hails from Germany. Uh, he plays heavy metal music and discusses topics with callers. So he's one of those kind of DJs. Sure. Uh, sure. Where Where is this? WFMU is watch it's in Ohio. Uh no. <laughs> it's either Texas or Ohio. No, it's actually in East Orange, New Jersey. So we got another oh, New Jersey guy yeah, here. So yeah, uh yeah. here we go. All right. Oh boy. Before we get into this hot mess, uh potential hot mess. It, it, I, now that we have passed Halloween season, and by the way, we were supposed to originally do this for Halloween until life got in the way. Yep. Um, is there anything coming up that you're excited about? Oh, there's a lot of things. 
um, I would I would say. First of all, um, I think for I honestly I think for me the most exciting thing that that is coming up is the new Godzilla movie yes. from Japan, the Toho movie, as well as the the show on Apple Plus. Like I am a secret, not so secret. I love the I love Godzilla. I love kaiju movies. Um, I, I come by that honestly as well. And and it looks it looks insane. I can't wait for minus, minus one. one. Looks it <sighs> looks so good. It really does. And I'm glad that it is actually getting a giant nationwide release in the United States. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. I took it. Oh, I will. I want. I will wreck something. I did take. I took it easy on Halloween. Okay. Um, this is something I do. So I spend every other day of the year watching the most effed up stuff I can possibly find, whether effed up in a bad way or effed up just in a, in a gross way. Um, so that explains why you watched Halloween Resurrection on purpose. Oh, I watched all of the all of the Michael Myers and then watched Halloween three on Halloween. But I watched every Michael Myers movie in order. <laughs> it was bananas. But um, I watched first just two wrecks because I really believe that they're they're very good. I watched uh, Haunting in Venice, which was fantastic. Which is, yeah, I, I actually I saw that in the theater. It was actually so really good. good. So good. I I love, you know, uh, I love detective mystery movies, you know, Poirot or Agatha Christie or whatever it might be. I, I love them. Um, but then I watched um, Haunted Mansion. The, you had sent me the code. So I watched uh, Disney's Haunted Mansion and loved it. But like yeah. Sandfield can get it. Eight Ways to Sunday, number one. And number two, the cast was insane in that movie. You know, and I think, I think, because, yeah, Haunted Mansion surprised me also. I think it would have been a hit if, one, they would have released it in October or at the end of September instead of in the summer. Yeah. And, two, maybe it would have been a summer hit if it hadn't been for Barbenheimer yeah, I, I mean, think... it came out. It came out the week after the release of Barbie and Oppenheimer. I that's just nothing survives that kind of. That's you know. death. Yeah. Yeah, that is that literally, you know, uh, aping the Oppenheimer Barbie movies. It just destroys everything. That's what it should have done is sh- what it should have done is it should have been released against um, Exorcist Believer. Oh God, here we go. And, For anybody but, who wants to hear Roy talk about Exorcist <laughs> Believer, he goes last, he goes a solid three hour TED talk in the last episode. I go total so Patton. I go total Patton Oswald basically. Um, or or well it, well I, I guess I, in in hindsight it's kind of good it didn't go out in October also because then it would have had Taylor Swift to go up against. So, but uh, as Five Nights at Freddy's proved horror still reigns in the month of October, uh, which was a film I was actually very surprised with how much I enjoyed was Five Nights at Freddy's. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really good. I, you know, there was a, uh, Lillard went on TikTok to thank everyone for seeing, for seeing, and he he can't say the movie because it struck. He can't Mm -hmm. talk about it. But just, you know, like, just thank you because it made... God, a shit ton of money. Five hundred million dollars, some kind of insane amount of money for. Um, it's I think Blumhouse thirteen horror movie. Yeah, it's I think Blumhouse's highest opening weekend for any Nuts. movie they've ever released, and yeah, I mean, just so so. I mean, I, I they, they I think they said it's set to break the record that the Sixth Sense set. When Jesus. it came to a PG-13 horror film, I was not ex- I was not expecting that with that movie. Me neither. Especially since they released it on Peacock. Also, I was like, well, yeah. p- people are probably just going to watch on Peacock. No, the fans came out not just in the United States but all over the world. This yeah. thing became. It, it basically showed that Five Nights at Freddy's is still a phenomenon throughout the well, entire it, world. It it was a phenomenon. It's also take it from Hot Topic guy. It was also nostalgia at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so many people grew up now with the games. They're probably in their, you know, late twenties, thirties. Um, they 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 got the money and the night off, and they're gonna go see the this thing. Not to mention the fact that all of the animatronics, quote unquote, were done by Henson. The oh, Henson were, company. Oh my god, they were fantastic. Yeah. Oh my god. 
yeah, the they were effects great. on those, especially the ones that were the giant walking. I mean, they're basically giant walking puppets. Yeah. I mean, when I found out that they barely had humans in the costume yep. just for like just key moments, but most of the time they were actually walking puppets. I was like, that is insane. The That's totally insane. Writing was solid. Like it was a solid movie. It deserved to make money. Mon- solid movies like that don't usually make money. Mm-hmm. But this one, you know, because it's not, it's not, you know, Halloween. It's not Freddy. It's not Jason. It's not, you know, a, an aliens movie. But I'm really, really glad it did because it's I, a good gateway horror movie. And we it really horror. is. It really is a great gateway horror film for kids. I will say. I did have one initial guttural reaction while I was watching it, and that guttural reaction was, oh, my God, Josh Hutcherson got old. Yeah. And somehow <laughs> Matthew Lillard got younger. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how is Matthew Lillard looking younger than Josh Hutcherson? I was like, it's been a tough life for PETA uh, yeah. ever since the Hunger Games. Uh, but Hutcherson, but, but Hutch Baby, I love him forever. Did you ever watch uh, Future Man on Hulu? Yes. That was a fun show, yeah. Come on. Like, he can do no wrong. Like, oh, Future Man's in this? Oh, I'm all over it. I can't. Like, he is he is a good actor. Like, give him more shit to do. Mm-hmm. Give him more shit to do. Give Lillard. You know, the other thing I'm really excited about is that means that Lillard's probably going to be acting more. Well, yeah. I mean, he signed a contract for three films. Oh, so, did he? Yeah, he did. Okay. So, yeah, he signed a contract for three Five Nights at Freddy movies. And, I mean, I'm not going to give away a spoiler. I'm, I'm sure everyone who's seen the, who hears this has already seen the movie. But, yeah, he's definitely going to be back and in the best way possible, I love in that. my opinion. Um, but, yeah, apparently he signed a contract for three films. So he said – I love yeah. that. He also just launched a whiskey line based on Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> so, like a killer, man. This dude, I'm telling you, he's our hero. He, he is, and he's a genuinely nice guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a family that he loves, and he goes to conventions, and he loves to be around people, and he loves to sign and, and jack around and film stuff and follow Skeet Ulrich around with a camera, even though Skeet doesn't necessarily <laughs> want him to follow around with it. Like, it's all, like, he's he is, like, you know, in, in the hierarchy of weird, like Nick Cage, Matt Lillard, and I don't know who the third one is yet, but there's somebody that fills that role for us. It and was Ray Liotta until Ray Liotta it died. Was it was Liotta. it was Ray Liotta. Unfortunately, we lost Ray Liotta, but at least he went out on a good film with Cocaine Bear. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And again, we, we talked about it last year, and then this year it did the same damn thing. Like, horror again is mm-hmm. just these years are i we're gonna compare them to the 80s you know it, there's no way around it like just just talk to me cobweb which holy shit oh, oh that got uh, under my skin oh my yeah. god oh wow the new the new hell house movie holy have you seen that yet uh, don't yes wow Roy, yeah jayster um, but fuck why why like, the, 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 the the scene mm. with the online presentation almost made Ooh. me go through the wall. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Why does it have to be the clap? It's on the it's on the cover. Why is it? It's all clouds like the last three. First one's fan, I first one's a top 10 movie for me. Second mm. one was not bad. The third one was mm, OK. Um, this one this one went back to where this part one was yeah. in, in, in terms of, of scares. Movies, in all three of those movies, the clown was there. There mm-hmm. was a clown there, but the clown was not the focus of the movie. It might have been the scariest thing in the movie, but it wasn't. This one, and if you know anything about me, I hate him. And Roy loves it because he brings out Jaster and throws the damn <laughs> lollipops at my face and chases me around a convention, and he thinks it's great. Well, in this, it's all clown all the time. Multiple clouds. All the clouds. That's all it is is clouds. And I'm I, like – Loving it because, ooh, it's so good. But also, like, I'm curled up in a ball against the headboard of the bed. Like, I mm, I can – it gave me – I can't tell – you know the, the effed up stuff that we watch on this show and I watch uh-huh. in general. We talk about it. I, we just watched Three Extremes, okay? <laughs> I haven't had a nightmare about a movie since I was 15 years old. I had one about this movie. First time, 30 years. <laughs> 
I think what I loved a lot about it was how unconventional it was in telling a backstory because it's okay. not your typical uh, prequel at all. I mean, because it's a prequel and a sequel at the same time mm-hmm. and also presented as a documentary. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just so much going on. And when we find out why the events went down like they did, in the first Hell House, it's an explanation we weren't ready for. And I I was like, oh my God, that is just out of left field. Um, Yeah, I was was absolutely shocked by the ending when the entire explanation was finally given. And Um, it's open. The, The fact that they moved locations. Yeah. Now it's open for more. Yeah, we can if they want to more do more sequels. at the Carmichael, if they want to do more at the Carmichael Manor, they can. Yeah. Yeah. So I loved it. Honestly, it was fan. It was fucking fantastic. But also, it scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> you know what else I'm looking forward to? What's that? Thanksgiving. I am too. Holy shit! Very much so. After very, very all, much so. After mm-hmm. all this time, Eli Roth is finally bringing us the film adaptation of his fake trailer. How and what's I left? can't wait. So Machete was one of the fake trailers. Uh-huh. It's there's made three of them. Thanksgiving was one. Mm-hmm. What's the There's don't there's don't, but I don't see that one being made into a movie because don't don't is just so outrageous and all over the place. Right. Um although I would definitely love to see Edgar Wright try. Um yeah. And the, the only one I, I could think of that would be plausible, but it means us getting another Rob Zombie movie, is she is she, um, the werewolf women of the SS. Yeah, the, the Ilsa, she-wolf, the SS type of thing. Yeah, with, would, but, with, but with werewolves instead, yeah. Yeah, I am very excited for Thanksgiving. And I'm not, you know me well enough to know that I'm not, and I, this has changed over the last five years, but I'm not a huge slasher movie guy, mm-hmm. like in general. But... This one has me has me amped. I'm ready for this one. And you you had mentioned another one to me that I still haven't watched the trailer for that you're excited for. And I am excited for, but not as excited as you. Which one? Uh, There's a new movie about um, uh, this one does not, unfortunately, star Charlton Heston, but it could. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the new Planet of the Apes movie. I yeah, it looks fan fantastic um it's it's we're we're going into now the time when the apes have absolutely taken over and the humans have been now reduced to well what we saw when charlton heston went back in time i would love that if this movie ends that it ends with charlton heston arriving at there because i i love that these are all prequels to the charlton heston movie and yeah, it just uh, it looks fantastic. It look, I mean, the, just the 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 effects on the apes are just mind blowing. And yeah, I, I I honestly can't wait for it. And believe it or not, I'm actually looking forward to a Melissa McCarthy movie. Oh no, which one? It's called Genie, and it's going directly to um, Peacock, and it's a Christmas movie about. This man who's down on his luck, he's lost his job, he's lost his wife, he's lost his kids, he's basically lost all of his purpose in life, and he finds this jewelry box that he polishes and out pops this genie, um, okay. and the the genie reveals to him that th- this is like a, a very generous genie, and, and instead of it just being the whole three wishes thing, she's like, oh no, my master gets unlimited wishes, and turns out that she's been locked up away for like almost a thousand years. So she has no idea what life is like. So if for a way of saying thank you for her helping him get everything back in his life, he's going to allow her to see what changes have happened in life so she could become a part of society. Okay. And it actually looks good. I was shocked. Um, where where is this coming? It's going to be on uh, Peacock. Actually, it's not okay. going to the theaters. It's going to Peacock. But a movie that is coming to the theaters that I just saw the trailer for before we um, 
started, uh, starring Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt, is the film adaptation of the television show The Fall Guy. Ah, uh, I did see that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, this looks good. Okay. Yeah, and here's the thing. Gosling plays that character so well. Mm-hmm. Like, that type. Because, like, he, he was in with The Nice Guys with um, the only movie that I've seen with um, Russell Crowe that's worth a damn, where it's him and <laughs> Russell Crowe playing the 70s uh, detectives. Mm-hmm. Like, he he does such a good job in that role. Like, I, I am very excited for the Fall Guy adaptation. Very much so. It looks like him and Emily Blunt have some good chemistry going with each other also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. do you do you want to watch Dick? Sh- you want to watch now, Dick unfor- Shark? now, unfortunately, we have to go and watch Dick Shark. Um, so we'll be right back, folks, mm. after we experience that joy. Yeah. Dick Shark. <laughs> Why do we do this to each other? You specifically asked me for a peanut and butter sandwich. I didn't say peanut and butter. I said peanut butter. I used methane to make it more effervescent. I don't mean to make uh, a null statement like the stupid American expression, it is what it is. Might as well say the sky is the sky. I'm not cuckoo for dick sharks. If you ask me, I think it's a bullshit shark. Most mutations are harmful, but every once in a while you get something good. Oh, I got something good, all right. That shark had a big dick. You hit the nail on the hammerhead. Let's go! Jealousy is not a sign of love. It's a flag. A red flag. Should I be worried? (laughs) No, you don't have to worry. I'm not a communist. I didn't say you were a communist. Oh, well, you accused me of waving a red flag. Are you sure you told no one about this? No, I didn't want anybody to think I was crazy. Isn't it weird how spiders have eight legs but only one vagina? Speaking of milk... Have you been suckling the teat of another woman? Why are you accusing me of cheating on you? You know, instead of applying toxic sunscreen, I let the leaves of the trees act as a diffusion filter. Religion stays the same while science is constantly updating. Our peepees shouldn't be called private parts because they're the only parts of our bodies that are meant to be used by other people. Got that, dick? A decaying shark is toxic to other sharks. That's the principle on which my shark repellent relies. That's that's if if I'm correct. What are you doing? You're talking out of your ass. Although it appears that my buttocks have lips, these cannot do what my oral lips can do. Oh, honey, you don't have to pay for sex. That's what you have me for. Please, do I look like the kind of guy who has to pay for sex? I'm not like an aging movie director who only cops a feel by paying models to be in his movies and who writes parts for himself that have him making out and groping them. Nor would I make clunky dialogue more palatable to viewers by having a hot woman. All I see is a little tiny dick. Hi there, fun seekers. Are you looking for cinema that is absolutely 100% independently made, but also extremely unique and outside of the box? Well, look no further than Troma Pictures and the Troma Now streaming service. Watch.troma.com is your home for everything from Roy Kaufman and his band of very fun individuals. Everything from the Toxic Avenger and beyond at your fingertips. Only $4.99 a month, but your first 30 days are free. Did I say free? Yes, they're free. So what are you waiting for? Go to watch.trauma.com and sign up. Also available on your Apple and Android devices, on the Roku stick, and also on the Fire Stick. Let's get freaky. God, man. What? Yeah. Let me, I'm going to try. <laughs> you and I both. Explain the plot of the movie? What, was there a plot? What, what, okay, I, for, first of all, for people who are listening to this show wondering about my voice, don't freak out. I'm recovering from COVID. Um, 
I, I caught COVID between when we recorded the first episodes and now, and I was basically hacking out lungs. I'm doing fine now, but as you can tell, my voice uh, has this uh, Harvey Firestein, Suzanne Plachette quality going to it right now. So don't freak out, folks. But I guess I mean, that can help soothe us into the discussion of just what the fuck was Dick Shark. I mean, go ahead and freak out because this his voice was caused by Dick Shark. Yeah. The the case is pending currently. We're we're, we're planning on taking it to jury trial because what the fuck? Um, yeah. Did this did this movie have a plot? Because okay, I it think just, it did. Because I thought it was about one thing, and and then they go and pull that giant spider. <laughs> so so our main character in this film is a mad scientist. And he who creates... honestly looks like a bar fly. I mean, this. The, the, I mean, I, I know he's the director of the movie also, but this guy, I could see why when people went up to his booth at Texas Frightmare Weekend, they were immediately repelled by his booth because just look at him. Yeah. Well, so he's a mad scientist who, in the in the in the substantiating shots of the movie, has made a penis enlargement cream. That actually just turns your dick into a shark. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is, is that when he was talking, when the guy was talking about it, he didn't even apply that it was going to be a shark. It was just like it seems to have made things pliable. So yeah, I'm my, thinking, oh, my, so it turned it turned your but, dark it it turned your dick into clay face, huh? Yeah, yeah. He said it turned my dick into plastic, and that's what he said. Um, I know because I literally just hit stop on this thing like 30 like like literally within within the last five minutes i have ended watching this farce of a movie you need to purge it from your brain basically so one thing i do want to establish right from the jump street is there is a lot of full female nudity in this movie a lot of shaved bush so much so much. A what, lot of shaved Pierce Fupa. Like, there are at least seven or eight women naked in this film. At any given moment. Like, mm-hmm. literally at any given moment. The only I, characters I think, who wear clothing in this movie are the guys. Yeah. This movie does not pass the Bechtel test. There oh. are there are there is not a scene in this movie with two women in it at the same time. Let alone two women talking about talking about something other than Dick Shark. Um so he's a mad scientist. He creates a dick cream, but I guess he's also created he the only other thing he put the cream on was his pet spider, mm-hmm. which will come into play later. He's also a necromancer and I guess gave his dad a potion or his dad accidentally drank a potion that gave him eternal life. Yeah, that happens. And he tells him to light this candle in his special way. <laughs> what was that? What was that whole scene? Is there I a mythology? It, is there a shared universe about this that I'm not aware of? At that point, the film became the Charlie Brown adult wah, 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 wah for me. And I was just just staring at my screen like, okay, I, 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 it, I, it numbed me. At that point, the film just numbed me to the point where I don't remember how it ends. Yeah. So in the in the opening scene, his dick turns into a shark, um, and she and and his his paramour shoots it off, and it goes into the toilet. It gets flushed down the toilet and enters, you know, alligator style, enters yeah. the enters the water system. The back um, bayous of New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Enters the enters their enters their water system and proceeds to grow larger while trying to. There are various explanations for what the shark is trying to do throughout this film. Um, whether it's trying to suck eggs out of a woman's uterus mm-hmm. or impregnate the woman or whatever. But there's one thing that we know is true is that if you want to attract the shark, you have to rub some poor woman that you're guaranteed is not getting paid a day rate. You have to rub her boobs. Yeah. Just just aggressively. This whole movie was an excuse for him to rub women's boobs, is what it was. And 
apparently, as as he stated, it, it was to get. Uh, God, what was it? I texted it to you. Um, it, it, I remember it just making me go, "Oh my God!" when he said it. Um, hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna look. I'm gonna you vamp while I'm looking for oh, this goddamn. What am I gonna quote. vamp about? Um, so yes, so the 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 tarantula comes back into play. There is this. There is a subplot with a guy that's trying to buy the penis enlargement formula, um, who is also with one of the girls that he's with. The girl ends up dying by tarantula rape. I, I I can't phrase it any other way than that. That's just what happens. And um, he has a at least five minute death scene where he's in a he has a chain that he's whipping around. He's in a cemetery at one point caressing the statuary. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I guess, drowns himself because she died. But he also like and then there's fireworks. Yeah, I don't understand that scene. I don't understand most of the scenes that happened in this movie, but that scene for sure. I I didn't understand any of it that was going on. Um, I found the quote, by the way. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you found the quotes. (laughs) Love vapors emanating from your love canals so that the experimental creature can get a whiff and appear. Yes. Yeah. Make sure when you get in the bathtub that you spread your legs so that and, and he so that the, the so that Dick Shark can come out of the drain. And uh, it's not clear as to exactly where the penis is on the Dick Shark. It could be on the dorsal fin. I think it's it, the dorsal fin is what could, is. Yeah, it, it could be on the tip of its nose. By the way, could that Dick Shark look any more obviously like carved foam? Yeah, it was just definitely foam. Like, whatever size Dick Shark, which, by the way, the Dick Shark has birth at one point yes. in this film. Yes, we get we, we see the birth of a four-armed Dick Shark. Yeah, which which is only, that's just sequel bait. That's what that is. Mm. That's just so he can make a sequel to this awful fucking thing that I refuse to call a movie. I don't know what it was. You know. It wasn't even softcore porn. I mean, I don't don't know what to describe it as. Yeah, there was, there was no like actual sex in it, right? Like I just watched it. I don't remember any actual. It was implied. It was implied. For the most part, it was implied by a shark. Yeah. Like not people. Um, I don't know, man. Like I don't even know what we can say about this. These poor women. I know that the, the, they got paid whatever they got paid to be in this and whatever, but holy, just what is going on? <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's really it's 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 flabbergasting. This film is very flabbergasting and not in a good way. Um, I cannot recommend this movie at all whatsoever. No, no. Um, thank God this, we this, watched it, so nobody else has to. Yeah. Um, I will say this. This is the first movie that I have ever bought for us to watch on this show where as soon as I was done watching it, I put it back in its case and threw it in the trash. Oh, shit. <laughs> I did not want to keep this movie at all. I'm not saying a lot because uh, we, we, I mean, we survived honky. Um, and We've survived even... Bermudos multiple times. We've yeah. survived honky. Uh, any of those Emmanuel movies, like I was saying, uh, you know, on their best day, one of those mm. Emmanuel movies would win an Academy Award in comparison to what we just watched. Yeah, I this this movie sets a new bar for how horrible a movie could be. And yes. I, I mean, our, I mean, our tagline for this show is these films exist. And this, this movie is definite proof because this guy's got a whole filmography, and if this is what his movies are like, holy shit! I don't well, want I mean, to see another one. I don't. <laughs> he's he's obviously th- these movies are self-funded, right? He's not he's not getting funding to make these things. Oh no, he's, he's making these on his pre own pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. And then know, and, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, it starts getting into like some Trump isms. 
with a, oh, do you subscribe to the modern media? And I'm just like, where the fuck is this coming from? The whole thing about metaphors, like, what are we doing? Oh what what is that? I'm cr- I'm crawling on all four metaphors. I'm oh my god. Yeah, the, the, it was it was it was bad. It was bad. Like this isn't even a movie that you want to put on like at a part like like oh god you got to see this piece of shit mm-hmm. you know like yeah. no this is even this is even worse than that. I mean, even the audio of the trailer that I have prior to us discussing this, it makes it sound like it's a movie you have to see to believe. No, it is not. It is it, it is not a movie you have to see to believe because it's wretched. It's not even so bad. It's hilarious. It's yeah, wretched. The only positive I think I will say is that we cross into some kind of strange, um, like, like art project when we start including the soundtrack for the movie when we're talking <laughs> about the movie. <laughs> Oh, that soundtrack. Oh, my God. I, it's just like... Metal, it's like... It, it, it's 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 definitely like... like Is it his band? Do we know? I don't know if it's his band or if it's like bandmate friends or something. Yeah, I, I, it's I something. Because it was the most non-sequitous soundtrack I might have ever heard in my life. Even more than Premutos' soundtrack. Yes, yes. Like, it's just like this weird metal soundtrack, like, like definitely like death metal, definitely like Norwegian style mm-hmm. death metal for for no reason. Like, it served no purpose for the film at it's all. Like, I like the soundtrack to Deathgasm. Can I put that in this movie? But right. the movie has nothing to do. I don't care. I like the soundtrack to Deathgasm. Right. I'm putting it in this movie. Can, can we get Cradle of Filth or someone that sounds vaguely like Cradle of Filth to... Uh, to score our dick shark movie no okay <laughs> what we, so we, we we can't get cannibal corpse okay we'll get their cover band yeah yeah we know we know a guy that'll do a soundtrack for us but what is happening like does this guy sell like do we know anything about like does he sell movies regularly like does is, is uh, well, he he must he must because like i said uh people said that he had a booth at texas frightmare weekend and he was selling his films. And uh, a lot of people that I know that saw his booth, when they saw what he was selling, immediately moved away from his booth. Um, and I guess that's what we should have done when we saw Dick Shark in the catalog. I don't know, dude. I don't think we could. I think we, we, have, a, we have a moral obligation with this show <laughs> to watch Dick Shark. And I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did only because we, we have... I, I really... It's, it is... We have been chosen. <laughs> we have to do this. And, and so, again, so that anybody who's listening to this show will not watch Dick Shark. This I feel is like our we, vocation. Our, our, yeah, our, I, our, our, our vocation in this world is to prevent people from falling into the trappings of Dick Shark. Is to get people to watch Twice Dead and not to watch <laughs> Dick Shark. That is that is what we're doing here, people. Um, God, this movie mm. was horrible nobody mm. should watch this movie i'm I glad that we're i'm glad we're also doing repo this month because god i need i need something oh i will let you know repo and roar are definite antidotes to this film i think it's because god i was just well you saw what i did after i was done watching this damn movie i put on schoolhouse rock you, as, you as, as as needed something i was watching goddamn gen x or education videos that have not aged well just so I can exercise the demon that was Dick Shark. Yeah, you needed to cleanse something out of yourself, and I understand that. I, I do. I, I This is not one that anybody should watch. No. In the story, there's no. there is no there's no one. No, I don't know if anybody is going to. And if you do enjoy this, more power to you. You probably should should, yeah. Yeah, more power to you. More Way to go. To you. you go and do that thing, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, that's like I said, that. Well, yeah. Thankfully, like I said, we have Repo and War coming up this month, which are much better movies than uh, Dick Shark. I can already attest to that. And um, we're not ready to reveal what we're doing for the month of December because I, I figured, especially after experiencing Dick Shark, 
uh, we need a break and yeah. we need we 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 need a palate cleanser. So for the month of December, uh, since it's the holiday season, it's going to be a palate cleansing month for us. We're only doing one movie. Yeah. And um, it's going to be the three of us doing the movie. And I, I can't wait to see y'all's reaction to it because it's a G-rated movie. Yeah, you um, keep saying that. Yeah, it's a it's a G-rated movie. And then um, we decided to do something fun. Um in, involving a, a certain um, shopping app. Uh, could you tell our listeners what we decided to do? Uh, That's Mr. right. We, we will be having a very special episode. It'll be a video episode, and it'll be in December. We decided to do a little bit of a secret Santa. Um, we like to go on Timu and just send each other the strangest, most bizarre shit we can find. Just it. And by send each other, I mean like send pictures or links. Um, so we decided it might be fun. Each person has a $10 um, cap on what we can spend, but just find the most insane effed up stuff and then send it to each other. So, Roy is getting um, $10 worth of stuff from myself and Courtney. I'm getting $10 worth of stuff from Roy and Courtney. Courtney is getting $10 worth of stuff from Roy and I, which I, this, I feel like, I feel like by the end of this, it's going to be like young Frankenstein and Courtney's going to be singing, putting on the Ritz <laughs> by the end of what we do to her on this show. Um, I liked what Courtney said when when she said, "I can't wait to see what we all inevitably buy each other at the same yeah. time." Because yeah. yeah, it's probably going to be that way. And I also love the fact that we're doing this is just a blatant way of saying, "Okay, Chinese government, here's our information." Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Like we love each other. We want to get each other stuff for Christmas, but also, um, Xi Jinping here is my credit card number. Um, do whatever you do, whatever you will with it. Yeah, there's some weird shit. I mean, there's some interesting shit. And I, I mean, I, I'll admit I bought a couple of things on Timu. And it is definitely the Caveat mTOR um, <laughs> uh, app. I mean, I, I don't know which one is more Caveat mTOR, Wish or Timu, because um, there's like I bought this Christmas ornament that I thought was going to be three dimensional. Um, and it was uh, Michael Myers wrapped up in um, um, Christmas lights. I thought it was going to be like a figurine, but no, it is an obvious 3D printed flat piece of uh, plastic with, with that that is an image of it sure. that's like painted on the back of the piece of plastic. I was like, well, I guess that's what I get for 99 cents. Yeah, I mean, you paid 99 cents for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you what do you want, man? Um, no, I, we both have the the puzzle box from Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. Uh, we both have that. We both bought that from Timu. I've got, I've got a fair amount of stuff from Timu. I think that I, was like the, the, the thing that sucked me into it when I saw that they were selling that for a dollar. I was just like, oh, okay, fine, Timu. Let me go ahead and get this. And then it was like, well, if you spend $10, you get free shipping. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll spend $10. So I can I'll get buy 20 shipping. more things. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God, that's great. That's great. Yeah, I can't wait to I can't wait to do to do our uh, our white elephant party for for this Christmas. It might have to become a tradition. I think yeah. we might slowly bring more people in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I will say this. I now have thanks to this movie have something new that I can now do. When I ask somebody if the, what is the worst movie they've ever seen and they tell me what the worst movie they've ever seen is. I can immediately respond back by saying, I bet it's not Dick Shark. Yeah. Yeah. That is the yeah. only positive I can come away with with Dick Shark is, is that I can officially trump anyone's bad movie they've seen from now on by going Dick Shark. Yeah. I mean, you can also like you can use it against those people who like I watch everything. I'll watch the worst shit you ever. OK, cool. Dick Shark. Here you go. Get at it. Watch Dick Shark. It should have been a real. Um, it should have been a real eye opener for us that it isn't even streaming anywhere. Yeah. Like it's or, nowhere. Or that we bought the final two copies of it on Amazon, and Amazon was probably happy that somebody bought the final two copies that they had of lingering around. 
Right. <laughs> oh, thank God, we don't have to keep this in our storage anymore. Bezos is celebrating. Somebody keeps walking by this. That's why Be- seeing it. That's why and, Bezos and- is moving to Miami is because of the fact that he had to sell Dick Shark at Amazon. Right. <laughs> oh God. All right, gang. Well, uh, next episode it'll definitely be a much better movie as we discuss. Yes. We will discuss Repo the Genetic Opera um, and celebrate, which turns um, 15 years old this month in November. And then we'll have Courtney back as well as we discuss the Oh My God, What the Fuckery that is uh, the Tippy Hedron movie, uh, Roar, or as you affectionately called it, Tippy Hedron bought a zoo. Yes. All right, gang, thanks very much for uh, listening to this episode. And again, if you see this movie anywhere online, even if it's for a dollar, don't buy it. By the way, just as we as we close, as I'm finishing Dick Shark, <laughs> I get a knock at the door and it's Amazon and they have my Criterion Collection uh, copy of House Who. And I'm like, there's never been a, <laughs> I've never been in a situation with such extreme opposites in my life before. Uh... Yeah, that, that's that's a that's a polar extreme jump yeah, right there. It really is. All right, let's Dick watch Shark, Dick Shark to the Criterion Collection. Yeah, let's watch uh, let's watch Melanie Griffith get her face ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gang. Talk to y'all later. See you next episode. <laughs>